guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. So, like I said, that little clip that we just played is from a Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown, exasperated, yells out in the midst of utter annoyance with everyone that he is surrounded by, does anyone actually know what Christmas is all about? And Linus, the Sunday school nerd, replies... Yes, Charlie Brown, I know what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And proceeds to read from Luke chapter number two. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And the shepherds were given some good news. There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So, those are the iconic lines that our friend Linus shares with Charlie Brown to tell him what Christmas is really all about which is kind of what we like to title our episodes or at least it's in our intro if you've uh, uh, listened to that and aren't just tuning me out when I do intros I say what is really going on in the world what does the Bible really say and what should we as Christians really be doing so that is kind of our thing. So, what's really going on in the world during the month of December? <laughs> Christmas. Good job. Thank you. But what is Christmas? To sound like Vsauce. But what sound is like what? Christmas? It's a YouTube channel. Oh. <laughs> About science and philosophy. Uh, yeah. But what is Christmas? What is Christmas really all about? That's what Charlie Brown asked. And that's what Charlie Brown asked. What is Christmas really all about? Linus gives him the answer by reading 
Luke chapter 2, uh, verses. Uh, he didn't start with verse 1 of Luke 2. He starts with, rather, verse 8 and Behold, quotes down to... I've, I've, quote, I've read it. Yeah. And quotes down to verse 14. And he does a pretty good job. Most Bible quizzing coaches would be proud. Uh-huh. Um, he does a fairly good job quoting straight through there. And uh, he does a few more dramatic pauses than a proper quizzer would do. But <laughs> anyway... That's not where the story starts. So if you want to talk about where the story of Christmas actually starts, well, really, you've got to go back to Genesis chapter 3. Where a different woman, not Mary, uh, has just kind of messed up the world in some ways. Um, because she broke God's rules. What does she do? Does anyone know what Mary did? Or not, what Eve, Eve did? She, she ate sang. the apple. She ate the fruit. She ate the fruit. She sand. From the sand. tree. Uh, not sand. We're not talking about the stuff that Anakin hates. We're oh, talking about... Sand. She committed the first sin by eating a fruit from a tree. And God proceeds to start cursing everyone involved in the situation. He curses the serpent that told her to do it. He curses her for doing it. And he curses her husband that she talked into doing it. He's just going down the list, doing this and that. All kinds of stuff. And... In the midst of it, as he's cursing, he says that this serpent will crawl on its belly all the days of its life. It'll eat the dust of the ground. Uh, And he's saying that the serpent will... The so, serpent will fall on or the serpent will fall on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> the we're serpent definitely will crawl on his belly. Now we don't gotta delete it. Oh, we're definitely editing that out. <laughs> oh, but it's funny. It's <laughs> It's not the wonderful if you're listening on an audio only experience. Corbin fell down the stairs. Not down the stairs. You he was to trying explain to explain it. Exactly. I'm definitely editing okay. this out. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so the serpent will bruise the heel of the child of the woman, but the child of the woman will bruise the serpent's head. So from that point forward, her firstborn child, she's thinking, is surely going to be the answer to this prophecy. Sadly, no. And it's not. And... It can't be the second born either because um, he's dead. And then the third child, it says men began to call upon God, but it's still not him. But it's the beginning. I'm getting there. (laughs) So all this time, from this moment, from that prophecy uttered, but from the very mouth of God, people are looking for a child born of a woman who is going to defeat the enemy. From that moment forward, they're looking for a child who will defeat the enemy. And it's looking pretty uh, less than ideal. Because every possible candidate that seems to pop out it doesn't go too well. Every time you get a promised child in the Bible, I mean, how many promised children do you get in the Bible? They're Samson. 
Samuel. Samuel. There's quite a few of them. <laughs> even Solomon. Jesus was the right one, though. There's even Solomon was a promised child. King Josiah was a promised child. Isaac. Isaac was a promised child. Jacob was a promised child. So was Esau. Was. Eh, not so he much. He was explained. Well, because... He was explained, but he wasn't... She was told that she had two nations in her belly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even if you want to be technical, even Ishmael was. Yeah. Or at least he had a prophecy over his life. So all throughout the Bible, you got these promised kids. And God did have a plan for them. And each and every one had a plan. But they weren't the one that was prophesied at the foundation of the world. Yeah. At the foundation of the world... There was this promise, and people are waiting for this promise to come. David is told a child from your lineage is going to reign forever. Abraham is told that he will be a mighty nation when he has no children. Uh, Hagar is told that her son will be a mighty nation. Rachel is told, or not Rachel, Rebecca is told that she has two nations warring inside of her. Maybe one of them will be the nation that will win this whole thing. So, all throughout this, people are looking for the promise. They're looking for the promise. They're looking for the promise. But none of them seem to be working except for ding, ding, ding. Someone said the right name a second ago. <laughs> it was Bethany who said the right name a second ago. Jesus, the promised child of Mary. So, and we also heard about John the Baptist who at the same time as another promised child. Who really kicks this whole thing off. But by the time we get there, it has been roughly 4,000 years since Eve was told someone was going to defeat the serpent. And we've heard years and years of promises of different children. And none of them seem to be the one. I mean, like Samson? We've talked about Samson a minute ago. He was a promise that he was going to throw off the oppressors and... Well, he did, sort of, but he was a mess. <laughs> Until he didn't. And then he did. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it said he Thanks. began to get rid of the Philistines. Fun fact. We're talking about Samson just right before. Yes, Samson. Texas thought that Samson was a bad guy for a long time. Well, Simpson wasn't like a, that. I he Samson ended a bad guy, and I, I was trying not to say the words. Texas thought Samson probably would be hell. Well, it's not a pretty situation. But he redeemed himself. Yeah, it's not a pretty situation. It could have been like a Judas situation. Yeah. Do you think Judas went to hell? Do Do you think Judas went to heaven? <laughs> I always thought he went to hell. He never repented, right? Did he not? Judas? Or didn't he repent and then kill Judas did go to hell, didn't he? I, he committed I, suicide. I knew the answer. I was he just asking. Why? Because we're not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Happy Christmas, everyone. That, we're talking dude, about that suicide. Gives, that gives <laughs> Messed up line? Yes, yes. every time I hear that. I, it's, it's supposed to be a messed up line. I think it's yours. It's no, supposed, it's supposed to be a messed up line. I don't guess I ever realized that's what that line, that song says. It says, thank God it's them instead of you. It, it's supposed is to be like. Yes, I think it would be sarcasm. It is. It's, it's a sarcasm. It's a sarcastic that statement about like how that. much. He's like. Oh yeah, so thank God it's Christmas. them instead of and you. What have you done? Another year? That's oh, not the same song. Yeah, not the 
Christmas. Yeah, it is. I'm so happy Christmas. I hope you. So this whole song the... is basically just a in happened. your face. I've no, never noticed that. That's not the that is a different song. It is. Yeah. More black and more white. No, that's a different song. That is a completely... God, it's them. That is Cause a different song. Because it won't be so in Africa this Christmas. That's the same song. It's the same song. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And that part is a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's not. So is Iron Man yes, Three. It no, it's not. Can we get? No, break? that's war is over. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the other one is by that Band Aid group, Band Aid Thirty. Yeah. No, Band Aid Thirty is the new one. That Band Aid Thirty is the exact same song by different people. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. We are way off topic. We're talking about Christmas. It's Christmas. Now. We are talking about Christmas, but. At least you're not talking about suicide. It started with suicide. Yes, it did. <laughs> That's how it should always be. You know, suicide ends with Christmas. Jesus redeemed us from... <laughs> oh, Lord. God, I'm going to Okay, so let's step back to what we were talking about. Jesus came and fixed our messed up world to some degree. Um, it says that, where was I? I lost my um, place. You're talking about Jesus. <laughs> yes. Oh, Samson. Yes. Texas thought Samson didn't go to heaven. Well, we're not told if anyone in the Bible went to heaven or That's not. That's not technically, true. Technically, except for like one Abraham. or two people. Abraham's in heaven. The thief on the cross is in heaven. The beggar. The the beggar yeah. in the Abraham's same parable uh, ended up in Abraham's bosom, which is heaven. So another rabbit here. What's Abraham's bosom? He got to like sit comfortably in the presence of Abraham. I don't know. Why not God? What's <laughs> why Abraham? Uh, because Abraham's like his grandpa. So what do you think happened? What's the question? What do you think happened with Elijah in the world? Abraham's bosom? Yeah, I would say Enoch and... This is Abraham's bosom. Well, why is it in heaven? It's comfort. But why? Huh? So is it just a metaphor? Yeah. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Yeah. Oh, my soul. What's a metaphor? It means it's... Oh my goodness, Daniel. I don't know what's the motto with you. Listen, (laughs) listen, my whole life, I've always thought that the bosom of Abraham was this place in heaven. (laughs) Do you know what a bosom is? Yeah, but I thought it was just like the name of the place in heaven, and Abraham ran it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because Abraham gets his own place. Hey, we're going to go Technically, all you know how like jobs in TV shows there's like this check-in booth. Yeah, I always thought that was like the bosom of Abraham. No, that's run by Saint Peter. He was that, the and nobody people. says that anywhere except for cartoons. Abraham's bosom is a wings place, and their hot <laughs> wing, hot, and their hot wing town is called Ram's Revenge, and it's so hot <laughs> it makes you wish you would have killed your son. Oh no! <laughs> I think this podcast needs some serious. <laughs> Okay, alright, alright. We'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. (laughs) Don't edit any of it out, Jake, and that's what makes podcasts awesome. I think you have different definitions. That makes podcasts (laughs) awkward. When someone acknowledges that, it makes podcasts. Who? 
So yeah, all the people leading up to Jesus that were promised definitely messed up a lot. Because they were people. And people are messed up. And they have been ever since they ate the fruit. <laughs> ever since they ate the fruit, we've been messed up. Um, and we definitely lack perfect understanding. The only people to perfectly understand God ever... The only people to ever perfectly understand God and have perfect communication with God where they could ask anything they ever wanted and get the answers that they needed were Adam and Eve. Yeah. And um, they messed up because they were people. We talked about people have choices. That's kind of the way we started this whole uh, season. And we talked about the fact that our choices lead to things that may not be God's will, which is how we got Adam and Eve, and Esau, and Samson, and Saul, and Solomon, and Bathsheba, and David, and Absalom. And Texas. <laughs> yeah, we can edit that out. <laughs> sure. I really didn't mean to do that. Why are you making clap on me? I don't know why. It's because I've been clapping at Corbin for some reason. Because when he's in a bad situation, my instinct is to go. That's good. Anyway, so yeah, people have messed up, and that's where we finally get to Zechariah's. And an angel shows up to Zacharias after 400 years of zero prophecies, zero new things written in the Bible. Uh, the only thing that's really happened is the holiday of Hanukkah has been established because of a miracle of where people were somehow saved during a siege. That's really been the only major event uh, that has happened, and the book where that's written is... Disputed to be good enough to get into the Bible. Ezra or Esther? What book is that? I don't know what you're talking about. It's the book of Maccabees. It's not in the Bible. That's the point. Oh. That was my point. Esther is the holiday of Purim, not the holiday of Hanukkah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, That's where the candle that was supposed to last one day lasted seven days. Did Hanukkah? Oh, eight days. Yeah, eight, eight days. days. Eight Sorry, days. I said yes. that wrong. Uh, I said that wrong. Thank you for remembering what Adam Sandler said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so did Hanukkah happen this time of year? Or do we know that? Hanukkah did happen this time of year. That's why it's celebrated this time of year. That's, that's, we that's the answer. That's the answer to all these people who think Christmas is a sin. We're just supposed to be celebrating Hanukkah. Which has nothing to do with Christmas. It it really does. It just happens at the time of year that Catholics decided we should celebrate Christmas. Catholics created Christmas? Yes. Wait, Hanukkah isn't celebrated in December? It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's like... it, late November uh, to late December. So in celebration of Hanukkah, can I have a little money? No! <laughs> can you, I, I, I'm not 100% sure it's actually Hanukkah right now. Um... But anyway, if it goes from late November to late December. It's definitely. Have you acknowledged the fact that uh, Brother Bernard made a podcast about celebrating Christmas? Please say. No, I'm not talking about he said that. It was chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said it was chill. As long as you're using this day to worship the Lord, yeah, and not to celebrate pagan things. So it's okay. Yes. No. The wise man brought Jesus gifts. Jesus was the gift. No. And Jesus was the gift. That's no. true. Jesus was Texas the gift. Have any more presents. Coming down to us in flesh was his gift to us. Yeah. That's the reason the angels showed up and said good news. So we should just buy joy, each which other. Which shall be to all people. What? 
that's why we, we should just buy each other meat. Why? Because of flesh. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. <laughs> so, I, I, if you've never watched a, if you've never heard of a podcast called Things I Learned Last Night, it's kind of what I feel like right now. <laughs> I'm not. I there's a car outside. There's a car in your living room. Anyway, so. Okay, so anyway, in the course of these things, an angel shows up to Zacharias after a lot of years of silence. After a lot of years of science, silence, not science, <laughs> um, an angel shows up and says, one of those things that are crying right now is going to show up in your life. You are going to have a son. Jesus was this grumpy. Jesus was what? He was a baby. He was a human baby. He was a human baby. I bet John was too. I I, I bet John was probably pretty grumpy too. I think, uh, honestly, Silent Night is probably a very inaccurate song. The little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. That's actually incredibly unhealthy. Well, actually, cry. Corbin didn't cry too bad on, like, his first day. No, he's actually really, really quiet. But, yeah. babies are supposed to cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of a healthy baby Corbin if said, they cry. Right, let me so. show you how healthy I am. <laughs> anyway, because that's their only means of communication when they first show up. Babies don't laugh for a little bit. So it was like, John the Baptist eating locusts and honey, was that like from birth? Or did no. You think I, I'm fairly certain based on the fact that honey's incredibly that. unhealthy for babies, I'm like, going to go with no. Zacharias is like standing in the kitchen. He's like, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, he stopped crying. I found this locust on the ground and he loves him. On this locust on the ground. He loves them. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, so here, here's the thing. Um, it has been a lot, a lot of years since anyone has heard from God. It's also been a lot, a lot of years since Zacharias first put in his prayer request to God and said, Yo, God, me and my wife really want a baby. Uh, so he said, God, me and my wife really want a baby. And by this point, the scripture says, um, let, let me phrase it the way the Bible does, because I kind of like the way it phrases it. It's kind of um, funny. The Bible can be funny. It's not wrong to say that. Um, so... Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man. I'm an old man. And my wife is well stricken in years. She's old too. I'm not wanting to say my wife is old. But um, she is... She she is well stricken in years. Um, so, so yeah, uh, she, she's lived a few years on this planet and it's not quite normal after a certain amount of years on this planet that women have children. How's this supposed to happen, Mr. Angel? You, Gabriel, you said your name was, um, how's that supposed to happen? Well, actually he responds with, um, I'm Gabriel. I stand before the presence of the Lord. Um, why don't you believe me? I'm an angel talking to you here. It was good enough for it was good enough for Manoah and Samson's mom for an angel to show up. Why is it not good enough for you, O oh priest of God? <laughs> well, he didn't respond quite that way, but he responded in a similar fashion. Mm-hmm. And he told them, he said, "You know what? You talk too much," and shuts <laughs> him up. Yeah. <laughs> Be me as an angel. So, you know what, dude? Shut up. 
you talk too much. So, Zach doesn't talk for nine whole months plus some days. Did you read that book, Jackie? What? The book I was showing you. You're like almost saying exactly what that guy said in seeing Jesus. He even called him Zach. Because it's a nickname for Zacharias. Oh. I, I didn't read the book, but yeah, that's that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. That's what how Christmas really started. And this is important background info. The first real miracle of God to show up in over 400 years. Can I help you? You got something to say here? That's about two. I think it was something about peace. Anyway, yeah, so the first real miracle of God to show up 400 years is um, that Zacharias doesn't get to talk. And that he, and this is like forerunner of Christmas. This is not Christmas. Yeah, but it's important because, it's important enough because in order for Mary to have faith, this had to happen. This is true. Because six months later... Mary doesn't know, but a relative of hers by the name of Elizabeth is pregnant. Pregnant. Pringan. Pregnant. Pregnant. Pregnante. Yeah, that's it. One of the best videos Expecting. on the internet. She's pregnant. She's got a bebe on the way. And. Uh, the angel also says, make sure you name it John. So, anyway. Uh, baby's on the way. And then Gabriel is up in heaven for about six whole months. Gabriel gets to go to heaven for six months before God tells him, Yo, I want you to go down to Nazareth to a girl named Mary. To a girl named Mary. And tell her she's having a baby. She is related to Elizabeth, God tells Gabriel. So here's the message. Go tell her. He shows up, tells Mary, and says, By the way, this one is the one y'all been waiting on for about 5,000 years now. This one is the one you've been waiting on for about four or 5,000 years. This is the one that we told Eve about. This is the one that we told David about. This is the baby. The one you've all been waiting on. Here's the big difference between Elizabeth and Mary, though. So, most people assume she's somewhere between 14 to 17 years old. Now, in my head, for years when I was younger, to me, 14 to 17 was like, okay, that's, that's not too young. And then I became a youth pastor. <laughs> and I've met some 17-year-olds with babies. Mm -hmm. And even they are not entirely ready to be mothers. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean... I bet they were a lot more mature back then. Yeah, they were more mature back then. Even 14-year-olds were more mature back then. But they are still incredibly young. They're not married yet. It's a lot different. But it's this girl is still young. And definitely, as the song says, unprepared. Yeah. She's not ready for this. She's... Not sure what she's getting herself into. But the, and she tells the angel as much. She tells Gabriel, um, how can this be? How can this be? How, how can this be? How am I supposed to do this? Um, and there's even some scholars who say 14 to 17 is even too young to really prove the point that she's such a good girl. There are some people who say, how could Mary possibly be as young as people say she was and God know for sure that she's so virtuous? Because she had a good spirit. You know if a kid's got a good spirit. Here's the thing. Have you met a 14-year-old? 
Have you met a 17-year-old? Yeah. I think... Now, they're saying, well, back in those days, it's not quite the same as now. Being a virgin at 17 wasn't a big deal. No, it wasn't, but she was still... Actually... Well, Have you heard of Romans, Roman people before? Yeah, but she wasn't a Roman. I know, but she grew up with Roman people all around her. She grew up with, here's the thing, 30 years down the road, there was going to be a man named Barabbas. Do you know why Barabbas was in jail? No. People say that it's because he saw some sexually deviant Jew going into a Roman bathhouse. And that's How would they know that? History. History says that he saw that, got mad, and killed the man. There was just as much homosexual behavior in Rome as there is in modern day. There was just as much sexually immoral people then as there are now, if not worse. But she was a good homeschool girl. That's the point. That's my point. I'm saying she can be 14 to 17 years old and still. Have made good choices. Have made good enough choices to prove I can trust her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. God knew her motive. Yeah, God knew her. But I have literally heard preachers say, okay, how can a 14-year-old really be have proven that she's good enough to be the mother of God? Well, in the world would you have ever heard a preacher say something? Um, saying she's pro- the guy was just saying she's probably more like in her 20s. Oh, oh, they're thinking she was older, yeah. Okay, but like, also, if she was 14, I mean, God can see the future, God can see the future, God can see what you're doing right now. And my whole point in sa- what I'm saying right now is not that that guy was right, it's that 14 year olds, 17 year olds, even back then, could have proven. They were righteous enough for such a task. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to prove that to me. I agree with that. I wasn't trying to prove it to you. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I say a lot of things that I know I don't have to prove to you. Oh, okay. I'm saying it to talk to these people out there in the rest of the world. (laughs) I'm trying to prove it to the other seven people that listen to us. Um, so this angel is talking to her and he's saying, and her response is, how could this possibly be? I have never done what it takes to have a child and it's still a while off before I'm planning to do what it takes to have a child because I have not known a man, me and my, uh, betrothed are not doing that kind of mess and we're not planning on doing that until he can f- finish building the place where we're going to live someday. <laughs> until he's ready for us to get married. And the angel says, with God, nothing shall be impossible. They have been waiting 5,000 years. And in this moment, Mary hears out of all the women all over the world that this possibly could have been in the last 5,000 years, it's you. Now, um, here's a question. How would you feel? I'm trying to think of a person that I could see it happening to. What about you? What about little 17-year-old Cheryl Fuller? You wouldn't have chosen me. I wasn't that good. <laughs> what about little 17-year-old Bethany Orton? I wouldn't have chosen me either. Yeah, but what if you hear in this moment, out of everyone that this could have been, it's you? What's your response if God could have chosen you? I can't imagine being that good. Here's the thing. If we're being honest, out of all the people in the world, and I'm kind of sure, even Mary, I'm not sure how perfect she was. 
Because she's, as I said earlier, a human. Now, I'm sure... Well, God could have chosen... If I'm being honest, humans... Dave Bethany could have been chosen at 14. Okay, but... I mean, super spiritual, but I didn't do anything bad. Yeah, so my thinking is not... Has to be a perfect human. And I'm... As much as the Catholic Church would like to say, I don't think Mary was perfect. She was a virgin, and she was doing as good as she could. She gives me Memo Mary vibes with the with the water and the wine thing. Like, yeah. So I'm not saying that Mary wasn't. Good. I'm not saying Mary wasn't righteous. I'm just saying Mary was a human who wasn't perfect, but was doing her best. Also, Okay, that's not my point. My point's not how good she was. My point is, how would you respond no matter how perfect you were? How would you respond to this? You would probably still feel unworthy well, and scared. Especially if you were perfect, you would feel unworthy because you wouldn't think you were all that. You would be humble. Yeah. You would be thinking... Yeah. You would be thinking something after the manner of... You'd actually be humble. It's actually not humble and it's not humble. It's hum it's like kind of like hero. Humble. Like there's an H would you perhaps be troubled at this saying and yeah. wonder what manner of salutation this would be and have to be told fear not? Yeah. And would your response perhaps say, how could this happen? And then finally, would you say something after the manner of, well, I'm your servant. In my did head. Did you know? She didn't know. Yeah. My whole point in saying this is she, she isn't. I knew a little bit. Believe me, I've been studying it for years. She was did the not savior know. of the world. But she had but no she idea about what she was, was going to have to deal with. Yes. She probably thought it was going to be easy. She probably thought. Well, yes. This baby's gonna be perfect. It's been five thousand years that we've been waiting for this kid. <laughs> And that's good. And yeah, a sword will prick through. But she didn't Here's hear sword. that until Here's he was eight also. days old. <laughs> she had been through nine months. And she'd already been through some rejection. Yeah. I wonder how many people who have answered calls you know have I thought that before. Picture this one. Do you know who I picture actually? When I think about Mary being a little 14 year old girl, Taylor? Olivia. Laura Ingalls. I always have pictured Laura Ingalls. <laughs> it would have been Even Mary. when I was a kid. No, but that's just always what I pictured. Like, she looks like Laura Ingalls when she, like, started dating Alonzo. Aww. That's what I've always pictured. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> I don't think it's accurate, but uh, that's what I've always pictured. Yeah, so this is kind of. And she's told, well, God, how can I possibly trust this? And she's told, well, there's this other lady that you know very well who's been waiting on a miracle her whole life. I got it. It's Macy and Tracy. No. Huh? That'd be about right. You know what? Macy and Tracy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, there's another woman who's been waiting on a miracle a really long time. Or maybe Macy and no. Micah or something. No. Not, not been waiting on Tracy would be the one. No, but they're like aunt and niece, though. Well, Here's the thing. There uh, are some translations that don't say cousin, but say relative, by the way. Huh? Yeah. Oh. I, you know, something interesting thought about was... They, they told what it was an angel, right? The thing about a, a sword will pierce yourself. No, no. That, that was Simeon. That, no, yeah. that was Anna. Oh, so Anna. it was like Anna said that? the prophetess Anna, yeah. Said I that. Was Simeon. Simeon always says it in the plays. Okay, it must have been Simeon then. I thought it was Anna. <laughs> so like, 
So that was said to her, like when the miracle was recent. When it was been, an eight-day-old thing. But if that had been said to her when Jesus was like 30, and people started to know about what he was, she then me. she would know. But because it was like eight. still fresh, she was like, all right, what? Well, I, I... If it had been me, I wouldn't have been like, all right, whatever. I would be like, no. No, here's the thing, Texas. Not, Texas, you're a dad, not a mom. Yeah. But no, very shortly... <laughs> he had an overactive amygdala already. Go ahead. Very shortly after that, actually, is when uh, they came and told her that she had to run away to Egypt because... Yeah. Uh, Herod yeah. was going to kill him. The, the thing with Herod it was about two years later. She wasn't... She wasn't just chill for 30 years. It was two years. <laughs> yeah, she she had about two more years chill. from this date that suddenly she's on the run. I wouldn't have been chill sitting on the back of the donkey going through the town trying to find a place. I know what You wouldn't have been chill before that. You wouldn't have been chill before that when your boyfriend rejects you. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have been chill. Then. No one would be if we're being honest. Because immediately, this angel tells her something, and immediately she goes to Elizabeth to go see, okay, is this angel being legit or not? She's not even 100% chill as soon as the angel leaves. Because she goes and says, okay, I've got to go test if this thing's true by going to see Elizabeth. Yeah. Is she, is she really in her second trimester or not? Does it say she's in her second trimester? Six Divide months. Well, Six months. She's in her second trimester. Then. I know. That's my point. My point is that's what she's saying. Is she about to go into her oh, third trimester Elizabeth. or not? Oh, okay. I, I got is you. Elizabeth really about to go into her second, second or third trimester? I need to see because she will be showing if this is true. Yeah. <laughs> and so she walks in and she's not just greeted by seeing, oh, yeah, she's actually pregnant. I can tell by looking. She's greeted by, oh. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed art thou among women. That's awesome. Yeah. She's not greeted with just the fact that my cousin who's been waiting on a baby for who knows how many years, maybe 30, maybe 50. We don't know. But she's been waiting on a baby all these years. She's pregnant. She's well stricken in years. She's not just greeted by the fact that Oh, yeah, she is showing. She's also greeted by the fact that her husband's not talking. <laughs> yeah. She's also greeted, well, greeted by, by the fact that she's telling her that my baby just... Yeah, and yeah. then on top of it, the first thing she sees, let's say her husband answers the door and has to motion where his wife is. Mm -hmm. She thinks he's got learned guys. Let's say maybe she's greeted with the fact that her... I thought she was greeted by the song. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm let my imagination play this out here, okay? Maybe he answers the door. He answers the door, maybe. And then motions where his wife is, and she's immediately saying, okay, this is weird. She walks into the room, sees her. She stands up and greets her and says, oh, as soon as you said hello, my child moved inside of me. Why am I so blessed that you're here? Yeah. The mother of my Lord. Elizabeth's not heard this news yet. She didn't have to. John told her. This child inside of her, being moved on by the Holy Ghost, has said it. So, yeah. But in the meantime, while this is going on, if she goes immediately to the hill country of Judea, uh -huh. I have a question. Has Joseph had his dream yet or not? No. That happened while she was gone. Yeah, while she's gone. She learned that her boyfriend rejected her, and maybe that's why she ran off to yeah. Judea. We don't know Doesn't that, that for sure. Like teen yes. That sounds like a 17-year-old girl to me. That sounds like a 14-year-old girl to me. That sounds like to someone who's got hormones going crazy inside of her because of a baby growing inside of her. So the whole time that she's gone, she's wondering. Hey, the one that put that in his mouth. The whole time she's gone, is she wondering, what's going to happen? Am I going to have to raise this kid alone? Hey, recommended reading, Karen Kingsbury, <laughs> Friends and Family of Jesus. Okay. But, yeah, the whole time she's wondering, am I going to have to raise this child alone? 
So what's Christmas really all about? Jesus. How are the plans going to work out? Does God's plans actually all work together for good? Is uh, uh, Okay, God's prophesied this, but how on earth is this going to work out? Oh, I'll put that in the She's got these thoughts racing through her head. And John's born. And she goes back home to... It says that she stays with her for three months. She might have even been there for the birth of John. She might have seen the miracle of Zacharias talking and saying, His name is John. Yeah. That would prepare you a little bit. That would prepare you a little bit. But then the minute she gets home... The minute she gets home, she's told, Okay, Mary, I'll take you. An angel told me everything's all right. An angel came to Joseph and said in a dream, Yeah, take her. This is really from God. She comes back home and she's like, All right, this is all going to work out. And then the next thing she hears is, Okay, you're not going to be able to have this baby around your friends and family. Yeah. Because... The king has told us we have to go pay taxes in Bethlehem. Miles and miles away. Long trip. Gets there. It's crowded. And there's no room in the inn, which, by the way, people say that's not a hotel. That's Joseph's own family has rejected him and won't let them stay in the house with them. So, emotional roller coaster, still going up, still going down. What's Christmas really all about? Trust. Presents. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> What's Christmas really all about? You know, honestly, Charlie Brown's feelings are kind of on point for the first Christmas. God, what's this Does promise you gave me out really? There have any idea what Christmas is all about? Mary's probably thinking this right now. God, what's this all about? What's this Even all about? Even my beagle is commercializing. <laughs> Even this donkey is messing this up for me. <laughs> she gets there. They're stuck in a stable, a manger, surrounded by smelly things. Possibly in a deep, dank cave, not mm-hmm. in a barn, but a cave. And finally, we get to what Linus told us. Finally, we get to what Linus told us. Shepherds abiding in a field, keeping watch over their flocks. There night. are shepherds in a field, keeping watch over the flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And, and they, they were, were sore afraid. afraid. Yeah. So, she goes through hours of labor. She's in a very nasty, gross cave. with Surrounded by stuff. Has to wrap him in swaddling, swaddling cloth. Lying in a manger. And he gets laid in a manger. And there are shepherds in the field. And she's at this moment thinking, what is the point of all this? Why am I going through this mess? Yeah, she's comforted by the fact there's an adorable little boy there. But she has, she's in that moment probably thinking, Can I do this? Can I handle this? I know you told me I can handle this and you've comforted me all this time, but what am I doing? But then the shepherds show up. And then the place gets filled with shepherds and they tell the story and they say, we were surrounded by a multitude of heavenly hosts. Praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill. Which, by the way, if you remember from our angels episode, guys, heavenly hosts does not mean a choir. It means an army. Mm -hmm. God, I'm dealing with all this, but apparently you care enough to send an army to handle this. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, this is good news. And glory to God in the highest. 
and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Yeah. When they heard it, they wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. The shepherds went out, told the news about this baby that had been born. And by the way, why did all of this have to happen in the crazy, messed up way that it did? To fulfill the prophecies. That it might be fulfilled. fulfilled. That was spoken by Which the was prophet. spoken by the prophets. Mm-hmm. All of this. Behold a virgin. God had said way in advance was going to happen just like it did. Mm-hmm. Now there's this crazy thing about prophecy. At the time that you hear it, it makes no sense. At the time that you hear that you're about to deal with a dry season, you mm-hmm. don't know what you're getting into. Usually scared to death. At the moment that you hear God's going to send revival, you don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah. At the moment that you hear there's a promise that's coming to you and you are going to have your miracle that you've been hoping for, you don't know how the miracle is going to happen. Yeah. So what's Christmas all about? It's about prophecy. It's about promises. It's about hard times. And it's about miracles. And it's about Jesus loves us. And it's about angels. It's about all those things we keep on saying. It's about the fact that you have a choice and you can say, be it unto me according to your word. It's about salvation. It's about salvation. It's about so many more things than guys in red suits and chimneys and snowmen and nutcrackers. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. All those things are perfectly fine. You have seen in our background today presents flying by. (laughs) You have heard us talk about Christmas movies, and I've even shown you a clip from a Christmas movie today. But it's about so much more than presents. And In fact, we even got a few comments today mm-hmm. uh, when I shared out. How would you answer Charlie Brown's question? What's Christmas really all about? I got a response that said it's about family and it's about love and being together. And I could care less about presents. I got another one who just said in all caps, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if we're being honest, even for Mary, Mary, it was about family. Yeah. It was about being together. It was about love. And it was about the greatest gift of all. And it was about Jesus. Mm-hmm. For those shepherds, it was about Jesus. And um, so, yeah, that's the Christmas story. And uh, you may notice we've not touched on uh, those uh, three other dudes. The wise men, because it's not time yet. We'll talk to you about that next week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, before we talk about them, we're going to we're going to hit on yeah. someone else we mentioned. Uh, we're going to talk about the wise men in two years. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> next week we're going to talk about Simeon and Anna. Yeah, that's cool. And then the week after that we'll hit on the wise men. <laughs> we got to tell this story in order, guys. And uh, you already have an idea <clears throat> about Simeon and Anna. We touched on them already a little bit, but I'd like to go a little more in-depth talking about them. Um, And then um, we'll touch on those other three dudes Mm -hmm. and all the stuff that happened because of them. Um, So we'll see you guys next week because, uh, yeah, that's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week.
Price is right. I won't let all this commercialism ruin my Christmas.